Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers and creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Kristen. Yes. We have been doing recruiting and staffing for about 17 years now, which shocking with, with, as I pause on that crazy. <laughs> um, but my question to you is, you know, has it changed at all? Is it different than when we started? Well, yes, Catherine, it has. <laughs> you know my answer to this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it is kind of a crazy market right now. It's definitely a talent and candidate market for sure. Absolutely. People hold the reins. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, is, is kind of rare because usually what would happen, and I'm sure people are very familiar with, you know, a company looks for talent and then they put out an ad or they post for it or get, you know, a recruiting firm to help them look and they offer them a deal and it's kind of like a take it or leave it sort of thing, but not so much anymore. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think it's, you know, mostly, I think a lot of it's really good ultimately Mm -hmm. I mean it's it's tough for companies I acknowledge that it's hard you know you're losing people and you're finding it hard to hire and you're you know making an offer to somebody and they have three other offers Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff like we can get into all that but all in all I think people are are in a position where they can dictate a little more what they're looking for and Mm -hmm. what's important to them and make choices that that means they end up in a job that really is a good fit for them. And ultimately, that's good for the company, too. Although it may be a little that painful getting from here to there. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think it, I was going to say in the long run, I think it is going to be a great thing, really, for companies because they're going to have, you know, employees that are engaged and love working there. Um, but what we're, we're going to talk about is how we get there. From here, <laughs> from here. to there. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, because so there, there's quite a battle going on for talent. And we're going to kind of talk about some of the things that we're seeing um, in the market right now. Yeah. And it, I mean, there's a lot of trends. And I don't think any of this will be surprised to people. You know, obviously, the past couple years have just shaken up employment in lots of different ways. But it was it was challenging to recruit in 2019 and 2018 yes. like a couple of years before the pandemic it was already getting tough mm-hmm. but I think what the pandemic did is flip that switch where now people are I think in like 2019 it was just well if I if I offer enough money mm-hmm. and you know have a cool enough office space with enough foosball tables and beanbag chairs I'll attract you know right. people and now what people want and what's important to them is very different. Absolutely. And it's not just, you know, throwing extra salary and having a co-office space because you know what they want to not come to your office space. (laughs) They would like to work remotely or hybrid or something like that. Regardless of how cute it looks and how much money you spent on it. But the one thing that kind of triggered this whole conversation in general is that we saw in a survey from uh, staffing industry analysts is that 73% of employers are having difficulty attracting employees. Um, so that's up from last year, which is crazy that we're at 73. That's like practically everybody in my yeah, mind. <laughs> nearly everyone, right? <laughs> and I think 70% expect that to continue in 2022. Mm-hmm. I think the point is like this isn't going away. Right. So how do you approach it mm-hmm. as an employer, as somebody trying to attract talent? Um, I think part of it is you have to wrap your head around what people are looking for. Yes, yes. And um, also be aware, too, that, you know, because of, you know, the 
the shift that everybody's making, um, the great resignation is real. And, you know, you might think that your company is not going to be affected by, but ours too has been affected by people just wanting something different. And it's, and it doesn't mean that, um, you have a bad company because in our cases too, people are like, you know what? I loved working here, but you know, and it's those butts you got to deal with. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. People are looking for, you know, reducing their schedule. They want to spend, you know, the quote unquote more time with their family. They Mm -hmm. really do. They really like (laughs) that really is what they're going for. Or they have an opportunity for a role, you know, with someone they've known for 10 years Mm -hmm. and it's a great opportunity. They can work for this company that's in another city remotely because now that's possible. Helping a friend. I mean, come on, that's hard to, hard to, you know, fight against if you're, you know, you, you've had somebody under your wing for a while and then they're like, well, I want to, I want to take what I've learned here and I want to go help a friend. And you're like, ugh. Yeah, of course. But, you know, you can't say no to that and you can't say no to family and you just have to hope that, you know, wasn't anything that you did personally that, you know, which always crosses your mind as a business owner. But um, just know that this is happening. People are really rethinking that. And then when you're inviting new people in, they've already got that on their mind. You know, they are in a situation that might be still pretty good, um, but they're looking for better. And can you offer better? Right. I mean, I always remind myself, everyone who works for us, at some point left someone else right <laughs> you know to come to us and they were probably great there too <laughs> they were probably great there too so like it's just it's just the reality of it and I think that's a good reminder of we're going to talk about you know hiring and recruiting people mm-hmm. you know new people but also thinking about the team you have mm-hmm. are you you know offering I mean as much as you can like companies have to do what's right for them right, right? and what works with their business and all of that but are you offering as much of what people are looking for as you can? Mm-hmm. And are you thinking about, you know, I mean, you can do some math, maybe 25% of the people on your team likely will leave. Like just mm-hmm. be realistic. Do you have some backups? Are you maybe hiring an extra person onto a production team? So if you lose a person, you have somebody already up and trained, mm-hmm. you know, you might have to just be a little strategic. So you right. don't end up in a position where, you know, you've lost multiple key people and you, you just can't get your work done. Like that's a, a realistic problem companies are having. Exactly. So it might be a, you know, good opportunity to talk to your team and make sure that they're all happy. You know, um, we are kind of getting through this challenging time, as we say, with the pandemic. And um, how did everybody fare through that? You know, are, are they still happy? Did they, like I said, did they realize, you know, I, I think I like working from home and I'm, I don't want to come back or I want to come back in mm-hmm. some sort of a hybrid form. If these people are wa- ones you want to keep, you know, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, if you're like, you know what, you're going to be strictly in the office, which is totally fine, too. I mean, it's your company. And there's many, many people that want that, too. So you just have to find that right person to come back in, but you might have to be flexible. And that flexibility is a little bit where we're going to touch upon here as well. So we should probably stop keeping everyone in suspense and start going through the list actually of some of the things. Um, and one of the things that might seem obvious is bigger salaries. Um, I think some people realize either what they went through, that they deserve more, that they're seeing other people get more that, um, if they were kind of looking around before, they're really looking around now and somebody may offer them something that's bigger. So, you know, kind of review where everybody's at on your team and, you know, can you offer them better? So, you know, kind of catch cut them off at the pass and then before they start thinking about leaving or get they get wooed away from somebody else and offer them a bigger salary. But know that if you're looking, you might have to up the ante on what you used to offer. Yeah. And I think the you know, the other side of this is you have to do a little reality check too. Like mm-hmm. I think about it kind of like um, 
the bidding wars I see for houses in my neighborhood oh, as my well. Lord. So there is a point where in some roles, we're not encountering this as much in our industry, but in some roles, other people I, I talk to who do recruiting in different industries, literally the salaries that are being thrown at people are so outrageous that a lot of companies are just like, I can't afford that. Like, what am I going to do? I can't afford that. It's like, then you have to hire the, the people you can afford. Mm-hmm. And maybe you come down a little lower on experience level or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I guess my point is, yes, you probably need to, you need to make sure you're paying appropriately, mm-hmm. but you also have to like know what your limit is. Right. You know, it's and, a little like an auction. Yeah. You have to know what your upper limit is. And and when you know that, then you figure out like, who can I get for that? Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe it's a little less experienced person or maybe it's somebody coming from a slightly different industry that's, you know, relevant and you can train them. So not also feeling like I think some employers are kind of being like almost feel like they're forced, like, well, I just have to throw all this money at people. It's Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. maybe or do you maybe to get exactly that person that you want? Yeah, you might have to throw a lot of money at them. Mm -hmm. Or maybe there's another way to get someone who would also be great for your team. And, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for that person. And you're still going to pay them fairly. Like, let's be, you know, we're not saying you're going to shortchange someone who has less experience, but maybe you don't have to pay so much because they have a couple of years less experience and right. now they're in, you know, within your budget. So I think it's also being creative mm-hmm. about how you're spending. Yeah. And just to kind of build on, you know, you were talking about buying homes and things like that. I, I will build an analogy right now of where, you know, shop for your location first and, you know, we might have to buy the fixer upper. And, um, as you, um, get more money, you can do more, to the house you can you know up, update that bathroom you can um put in that new range and things like that you might think about you know i i want to find somebody in this area and i'm going to kind of build them up from where they are right now and you know if you can find somebody most importantly with a great culture fit like this mm-hmm. person was me you know 10 years ago and i really think i can advance them i mean that's a real ideal situation as far as you know buying what you can afford and then you know kind of helping it grow with and they're going to grow with your company so they're not going to be sometimes bringing baggage from another company too so you get to kind of train them and get them up to speed um but again you're in the location you want to be so it only goes up from there yes exactly so i think um I think part of this is you just need to know what the going rates are Mm -hmm. and they're probably higher than what they were before. And if you have to replace someone, someone leaves on your team, you have to replace them. You're probably going to have to pay more Mm -hmm. unless you really had realigned your salaries recently. Your incoming person, maybe exact same salary or experience level might be a higher salary. Right. That's just the reality of the market right now. And that's not bad for people. And in general, you just have to, you know, be prepared for it. I mm-hmm, think mm-hmm. it should not surprise you. <laughs> right. And you might want to reflect and see, do, do I offer the person I have more first and then I don't have to train anybody or, yeah. or know that I'm going to pay a new person, you know, more if this person leaves. Um, so that, I mean, that could build up a lot of loyalty as well if, if, to reward the great you know, team members that you do have. Yes. Um, and, you know, we had talked about, you know, people aren't coming into the office, but they do want better experiences. <laughs> so yeah. how do you provide that? Yes, I think how businesses have 
behaved and communicated and treated their people and how, how people feel about mm-hmm. how they've handled this whole two years now of pandemic. Um, it goes a really long way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, th- I think part of, you know, this whole great resignation, I think part of it is, you know, however, a few months ago when this started to really heat up, people just started to feel a little more comfortable with what was going on mm-hmm. and said, okay, now I, now I'm going to start looking like right, there was a period right. of time where it's like, I'm just going to sit right here and not rock any boats or I have no wait, idea make what's any waves. Cause I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but now people are feeling a lot more confidence. Right. Um, and how your company behaved during that time. Yes. Is very, um, it, it's going to impact how the people you have feel and also people coming in. They ask, they talk to each other, mm-hmm, right? Absolutely. So they're going to ask like how things are handled or what their friend thinks or whatever. Absolutely. So if, you know, you have some team members that just weathered this really great, maybe some that didn't, you know, and, um, but they kept the company moving, you know, kept the store open, kept the people served, you know, whatever. Um, look at that and, and see, you know, um, how was that experience for them? And is there any way that I can make it up to them if I personally lost my mind and I did not handle this well? How can you make up for it now? Mm-hmm. Um, really, really talking to your people is huge. And if we're kind of in this new space now as far as employment where people are still working remotely, if, you know, you're working face-to-face with people, you know, but, you know, people are shopping differently, going forward, what's that experience like mm-hmm. for your employees too is also very important. Yeah. And I think um, going forward, also, how you continue to handle it is going to be really important because there is a period of time like we were all in a, a panic, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we didn't know. We, we didn't have time to think, really. Right. No one knew what was going on. <laughs> Everyone is just like, oh, my God, we're all freaked out. But now I think how companies move forward is going to really play into people's decisions of whether they're going to stay or not. Frankly. Right. Right. And None of these choices are wrong. You have to do the right thing for your business. But if you're requiring 100% on-site work, Mm -hmm. if you're requiring vaccines, if you're, you know, if you have certain requirements, Mm -hmm. you know, weekly testing, whatever, none of these things are wrong choices. But every thing you require narrows your pool. Mm -hmm. It's just like if you require a college degree as opposed to maybe relevant work experience mm-hmm. without a degree that narrows your pool and so every every requirement you put on a job you know to hire it's less and less people that are going to fit that requirement and so you have to decide what's really important you know and do that but then also know it might take longer to find people or it might be harder to hire if you have more restrictions there's just less people that fit those qualifications, you know, it's the reality of it. Exactly. And since we do recruiting, I will say that if you do find that person, please act act quickly (laughs) and offer them a job because we have seen many people miss out because they're still hiring the old way. And like, well, this person was great, but can I find somebody who's a little bit better or can I see a few more resumes? I will caution you right now that once you find someone you love, please propose a job to them. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, I mean, we we go through a few rounds of interviews and we do some assessments like I understand the importance of all of those things. And the more steps you go through, the more likely you'll lose the person. So you you have to do as much as you need to make sure it's the person for you and 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 you're the place for them, like both Mm -hmm. is important. And 
as little and as quickly as you can move because they're if they're looking, they're looking at other companies for right. sure. They're not only talking to you. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And that's you know, happens to us too. You know, yeah. it's there it's just craziness out there. So just if you if you meet that special someone, please act quickly. <laughs> um one thing is also important too is um better health and well being um benefits and I nothing like a pandemic to make you realize how much health and uh you know mental and physical health care you need exactly <laughs> I'm like what if I get sick do I have coverage and I think people were some not everybody but a lot of people kind of wing it you know and just say I'm not sick that often I'll just pay you know when I get sick and it you know it won't add up to what I'm investing mm-hmm. in for health insurance or whatever but that's kind of changed a bit and it's not just um, medical and dental. People are while are wanting something that you know, involves, you know, um, mind and body too, mm-hmm. and that's a different space that we're seeing now too. That people are trying to address, where you know people do want these hybrid schedules. They want flexible hours, and that's just like the very top surface stuff, um, just so they can work in a way that is better for them. I mean, it's a classic case of there's some morning people and there's evening people. You know, what if your person works better at night? Do you still want them to come in at eight o'clock every day when you know their best work is going to be when they're off the clock? So it's little things like that, but some people have really expanded on that and that's what's luring people as well. Yeah. And I mean, it's no joke that it it has been really difficult mentally Mm -hmm. for everyone to go through this. And so you know, having people have access to some of those benefits, you know, whether it's through your health insurance Mm -hmm. or third party, you know, some people have added in like third party wellness apps and Mm -hmm. subscriptions and access to services and things um, like that. Therapy, people can call for therapy. Online therapy and some of those kind of things. And, um, you know, a lot of people have really struggled. Mm -hmm. And, and so, you know, just acknowledging that and, you know, if you can offer some benefit around that, that people Mm -hmm. can utilize, that's great. Also, if you can offer them like the space they need, like sometimes they might just need a couple days off too. Right. And then, and they're like, I will access care I need or the time I need, or I'll go hike in the mountains or wherever it Mm -hmm. is that's going to make me feel better. But like just realizing how difficult this really has been for people, Mm -hmm. um, can, can, help you tune into maybe what they need. Exactly. And we don't know and we shouldn't ask <laughs> what they're going through. Right. But I challenge anybody to say that they're not exhausted by this entire thing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and could really use just a day off of not thinking about anything. And, you know, we've offered um, mental health days and things like that. And I know mm-hmm. other companies do too. So, you know, it, it might be a matter of, you know, even if you're like, you know, but I really need, I really, really need people to work these hours. Maybe it's a four day work week every quarter or every yeah. half year or something like that so everybody gets that friday off and can just unplug and have a three-day i mean there's nothing like a three-day weekend because i don't know why we need that extra day but somehow, somehow it makes a big difference makes all the difference and I, like the one other thing i'll say around the health and well-being benefits is it might you know if you're a manager or business owner it might be smart just to remind people of what they have access to yes. like that's one thing that we've had you know clients or talent or, or you know our own people reach out just to ask like, Hey, do we have this? Like, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. And it made me realize like, Oh, we should make sure people know this. Like right. we do have it, but we don't like promote it that much. Yeah, here's hope they read the booklet. Yeah. I just sort them. of assume <laughs> they know when they signed up for the healthcare, they know this came with, but um, it reminded us like, Oh, we should make sure people know this is there if they want it. Mm-hmm. It is available to them, mm-hmm. but they may not 
remember. Right. You know, until right. you want it, you're not thinking about exactly. it. Exactly. Like you might have implemented it 10 years ago, but you know, who knew we would be where we are now yeah. 10 years ago and really need that plugged in. And um, this, we're all we're kind of talking around our our last point on this, which is the increased flexibility. And, you know, that's just a priceless thing you can give to people um, just to be understanding, to listen, to be flexible if they need it. You know, if they, you know, said that they could, you know, work on a certain day, they were going to do a five day work week or whatever. And they decided, you know what, if, if you could just, if I could just do it in four days, that would make a huge difference for me. You know, you could work something out, you know, maybe they're on call on that day if they still have to receive calls or something, but they don't have to be in it or don't schedule any meetings that day. So people can catch up or, you know, they want to do a hybrid schedule. There's, there's so much that you can do as an employer to offer people that in some ways doesn't cost you anything other than, you know, just listening to people. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like the biggest change coming out of, you know, the last two years is this trend towards flexibility, um, whether it's remote work, Mm -hmm. hybrid work, more flexible schedules, all of those things. And, um, you know, like, let's just be frank, people expect it now. So if you're, if you're not offering it, you might want to think about what you can offer. Mm -hmm. And again, we'll go back to like, everybody's business runs differently. You might need, you know, someone on site, over a you know three 24-hour shifts because of how your business runs like we get that but how can you what flexibility can you offer mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. sometimes I think people or companies are like well we can't do this we can't do this like that's cool but what can you do right right because there probably is something like you said maybe people are early birds maybe you allow people like everyone has to be available and working between you know 10 and 4 beyond that you have to get in your eight hours. I don't care if you start early or end later or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Here's like our shared hours. And then everyone can set their schedule around that. You right. know, you can still do something like that. And maybe, you know, but then people still have, you know, they're available when you need them. Or maybe people can have different flexible schedules, but they're set. So yes. you know when this person is working versus this person, but they're not the same. Right. You know, even little things like that can Mm -hmm. make a huge difference to people. A couple days at home. It it doesn't have to be fully remote. It can be, if I could just work from home on Friday, that would really make a difference (laughs) to me, you know? Yeah, start small and kind of build up, you know, that way too. You don't have to like think I got to have this amazing plan in place. It might be individual based, like, you know, one person gets Monday that they work from home, one gets Friday, you know, one person gets this versus that, or, you know, you find something that works well and it goes across the board. Um, what's kind of nice about this is we're all kind of discovering this together Mm -hmm. and nobody has really a set thing that has, you know, an expectation, you know, with each company. So you can customize whatever works for you, what makes sense for you, what keeps your company going. And above all, like, listen to people again, the ones that are interviewing, the ones that are already there, what do they want? What's going to make their lives easier? Because if their lives are easier, they're going to love their job and you're going to get better employees as a result, not just out of loyalty, but they'll just work better. They'll be more productive. Yeah. And I think there's a couple of cautions. Like one is we keep saying, obviously, you have to make it still work for your Mm -hmm, business. Your business mm -hmm. has to run properly, Mm -hmm. whatever that means. Um, You need to be equal like it doesn't have to be the same, but it has to be fair. Right. So if one person is allowed to work from home three days a week, how do they get to be chosen to do that? And someone else doesn't like, mm-hmm. is it a tenure thing after you're with us for a year, you get this option mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. in these certain roles, if you're this position, we allow work from home for that department or whatever. Like 
it can't seem like you are picking and choosing to give some people, you know, prior um, other preferential treatment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Preferential treatment. That's a great way to put it. Like whatever you're doing, make sure you're providing flexibility to everyone. But what that looks like for each person might be different. Like what, what some, what person A wants might be different than person B, but make sure you're honoring both of their requests. Right. And at least hearing it and see if you could figure out something that'll work, but it doesn't have to be the same. Right. And, and you could, um, before we used to have just like a boilerplate that we would hand to people, here's how it works for our company. Here is your benefits package. And here's a, you could go back to that again, but it's just know that it's going to shift. It's like every, mm-hmm. but now everybody gets this yeah. remote schedule or everybody gets this. If, if that helps with consistency, definitely do that too. You know, if that, right. if the size of your company is, is such that, you know, you don't want it to be too willy nilly. Um, you can, come up with some common things that could help everybody and maybe you know people get allowances for some things that but then other employees can take advantage of something else exactly I think um you know just an example and obviously we're a very small team so we Mm -hmm. can be flexible but even conversations I've been having with new candidates and new um hires for our own team are around like we are a remote first company right that's what you know it looks like this within that here's options. What of these may work from you? I have one person who likely is going to want to come to our co-work space a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have someone else that will maybe never come, mm-hmm. you know, and <laughs> both of those are fine. Mm-hmm. I have somebody who wants a little bit of like a split schedule. Could I work more in the, in the morning and a little bit later in the day, but have some time in the middle of the day for a reason, you mm-hmm. know, personal reason. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like yeah. that works for me with the job that they're doing may not work for a different role, but right. in that role, it's going to be fine. Right. So like three different people that want totally different things and they're all going to fit within our remote first setup. Yes. But what it looks like for each of them is going to be different. Right. And if that, you know, beyond, you know, the hours that people work, um, one way to kind of manage that as well is setting goals for people too, because when you think about it, ultimately you want to get X amount of work done. It's not really about the FaceTime. And if it is for you, get over it. Well, I'll yeah. just say that right now. So give people goals, you know, and you have 40 hours to complete these goals and here's what I want. And honestly, if they start knocking them out of the park, raise the goals and you can get more, um, more work out of them, you know, or yeah, better work. They out can of them, earn so. more incentives. They can, you yes. know, excel in their role. Just, they just have to meet what you you know the goals you've set right in whatever fashion they meet them I do think one thing is important though in this flexibility conversation is to remember where people the people mm-hmm. <laughs> are coming from they've been working from home a lot of people we're talking like professional roles in the marketing industry right. that we work in they've been working from home for almost two years yep almost consistently maybe they've been going to the office a little maybe not maybe they have not set foot in your office in two years that's their current reality Mm -hmm. that's what they expect yes so I think it's okay if you can't offer that you can still have a conversation with them but like go into it knowing this is this is where I presume you are now Mm -hmm. you've probably been working from home (laughs) for two years you know first of all how's that working for you right some some people don't love it say please I want to get out of my office some people don't love it um and also then I think just being really upfront of okay here's where we are this is what we, you know, this is the schedule we're operating under. This is how often we're in the office, whatever. Like, just be really upfront. This is what we're doing. I realize this is what you're doing right now. 
is that going to align? Because like you could waste a lot of time with somebody who only wants a remote job. Right. You're never <laughs> going to convince them to come to your office five days a week. Right. Like just have that conversation up front and and you know sort it out or realize it's not going to be a fit for you. Mm-hmm. I just think that a lot of employers are thinking like, oh, they'll just want to come to they'll my come office. Around. We're so great. It'll be <laughs> fine. It's like or not or not they may not or they may but I think you just have to talk about that really early in the process yeah you don't want to waste a whole bunch of time only to know that they're going to leave in a year because you suddenly changed or not take the job at all right you (laughs) miss out again missing out on great people because you're not being flexible and I don't want um, people to think in general especially employers that this is kind of you know a a frightening sort of time I think it's really exciting honestly too Um, just we've done things the old way for so long it's I mean, it is really kind of a drag, to be perfectly honest. And we've always lived in a world where marketing people could be really more flexible, too. So the fact that everybody else is kind of buying into this sort of thing is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's successful. Absolutely. And it it works successfully. Um, And I I should also mention that, you know, if people want help with some of these conversations, they should definitely contact contact us we'd be more than happy to walk them through a process or help them find candidates or whatever um because it it, there is more to it but if anything it's taught me a lot as a business owner um how you know personal time and downtime and time for yourself is really kind of important because i am the first to neglect myself because you know i got to keep driving the business um so you know i've i've learned from others too that this has been better for me in general and i know that i can do better with the company when i'm giving myself a little bit of flexibility too. Yes. And I'm going to uh, repeat something you said to me actually recently, Okay, (laughs) which is just keep in mind that change is opportunity. Like it is stressful if you have people leave your company or you're trying to hire and you have like work for clients, you can't get done because you don't have enough people on your team. You Mm -hmm. can't get somebody hired and somebody just took another offer. And like, I get it. It's stressful. It's frustrating. And change is opportunity like you're going to bring new different people onto your team they'll have different perspectives bring new you know insights like it is all good it's just hard like in the beginning you said getting from here to there that's the hard part thank you so much for joining us at illumination bureau and we hope you have gained something by listening today illumination bureau was brought to you by portfolio creative you can find out more about portfolio creative at portfoliocreative.com If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend.